Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowatz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader and hosts a talk show on WCPT Radio. And he's here with me in the studio. Thanks for talking to me today, Ben. Thank you, David. Today we're talking about your article that appeared in the Reader on November 23rd, 2017, titled Forest Agonistes. <laughs> Online it's called Forest Claypool Pools a Jeff Sessions, which is not as an obscure literary reference. <laughs> I want all you John Milton fans out there to go <laughs> look up Paradise Lost. Look at Wikipedia, folks. You'll find it. And this article is about a letter disclosed by Chicago ah. Public Schools from its Chief Executive Officer, Forrest Claypool, to CPS Inspector General Nicholas Schuler. In the letter, dated November 17, 2017, Claypool apologizes for not remembering that he'd ordered an outside lawyer to change the lawyer's invoice to obfuscate the description of the service that the lawyer had provided. And this has to do with a bunch of lawyers involved in oh, the story. Goodness, One yeah. is the, there's the chief legal counsel for CPS who Claypool hired. The issue is whether he can, according to CPS regulations, manage another outside firm of lawyers that CPS hired to do some litigation. Mm -hmm. And that chief legal counsel for CPS is getting a uh, retirement stipend from them. So it seems like that's ethically not kosher. And uh, Claypool tried to get a ruling from uh, another outside attorney that said that was kosher. Yeah, and he went through ruling. seven attorneys yeah. till he found one. That... Six. He went through six, and then the seventh gave him what he wanted to know. And one of those six, the subject of this article is he was confronted by the inspector general around having changed an invoice so it didn't look like he was consulting the, uh, the <laughs> right. lawyer to make this ruling. Yeah. And Claypool, when he wrote this letter to the IG, appeared to be doing preemptive damage control around whatever future findings that the IG, Mr. Schuler, will make. I want to talk a little bit about the relationship between Forrest Claypool and Rahm Emanuel, just to give listeners an idea of why is this guy head of Chicago Public Schools? This point that the CEO not being the person to run the school, do you think that's actually true with a couple of these guys like Claypool? He is trusted by the mayor, and it feels to me like the policies that are being carried out in terms of school closings that are happening now or that are imminent or student-based budgeting, per-pupil-based budgeting, these are being carried out by Claypool. He's an effective manager. In other words, he's actually carrying this stuff out. He's not a puppet. He's the guy that's doing it. That's my impression. I think that there's sort of general guidelines that he's following that Mayor Rahm has given him and that he does, to your point, yes. He's in charge. Wield a lot of power. But he's not making those choices. No, those choices are being right. made for him. He, if he were to suddenly say, you know what? I don't want to close schools in Englewood. I want to... I, I kind of like been reading Ben Jarofsky's <laughs> columns. And you know what? I think it would be a good idea to take that TIF money that we're going to give to Amazon and instead spend it in school because Ben makes a compelling point. You know, he knows what they want him to do and he, he does it and he's very arrogant. I've written stories about how, how nasty he was to uh, Alderman Susan Sadlowski Garza and he's just sort of this, got this arrogant swagger of a guy who knows that he's, you know, got the support of the big guy 
So he doesn't have to fear anything. And that is so evident in what we started talking about, this whole interplay where he feels he's above the inspector general. The inspector general is, <laughs> is in charge of rooting out, you know, conflicts of interest and waste, et cetera, et cetera. And Forrest Claypool, you know, was just feels like, I don't have to answer to you. I don't have to answer your questions. He strikes me as kind of a utility player where the Cook County and the Chicago Democratic establishment select people like him because they know these people that they select will play the game. Well, you know, it's interesting about Forrest Claypool. I followed his career for a while now. He met Rom when they were both operatives, along with David Axelrod, for, I want to say, Paul Simon, former senator, U.S. Senator Paul Simon. They were all very young. He got his start. He worked for uh, Pat Quinn at the Cook County Board of Review. He was one of his aides. So he had an in through Quinn, he had an in through Axelrod. He worked his way up. He was an aide, a chief of staff to Mayor Daley. But at some point, he wanted to be the man. If you recall, he ran for Cook public County office. Board president. Well, he was he was elected to commissioner of the county board first, and then from that position of he was a very sharp critic of John Stroger because this this is the key. Forrest Claypool, having worked for Mayor Daley for all those years, went over to the county board and suddenly realized, oh, my God, there's waste in patronage <laughs> in government. Somehow or other, he didn't see it at the city level when it was Mayor Daley. He dutifully worked for Daley as his chief of staff without seeing any waste, without seeing any patronage, without seeing any corruption. But he went over to the county board where there was a black man running the show, and all of a sudden he found waste, patronage ineffectiveness. He goes, I'm outraged. I'm shocked. Do you think it's that simple, racism? Absolutely. We've had this conversation before, haven't we? Not about Claypool, no. Oh, well, it's beyond Claypool. It's the citizens of Chicago. I mean, I personify it with Claypool, but I think he just symbolizes a, a larger situation, whereas white people look the other way at waste, corruption, and ineffectiveness under Mayor Daley and got outraged when they saw John Stroger doing that. And double outrage when Todd Stroger did it. I think that there's a double standard. Absolutely, there's a double standard. They elected daily year after year after year. The North Side reformers didn't seem to object. All the waste in the paper, hired truck, all the uh, affirmative action violations that took place. They resoundingly reelected daily. You know, yeah. this is about the time that Forrest Claypool was railing against Stroger. Well, Ben, that's all we have time for. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, sir. Listeners, you know, we always welcome your questions and comments and suggestions for future interviews. You can find us on Facebook by going to InsideGov. That's InsideGov. You can email us at contact at shygov.com. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.